Hey, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Fish Tank Guy podcast. I'm your host, the freaking Fish Tank Guy, and I want to apologize in advance and let you guys know that the audio quality of this podcast is not going to be ideal because I left the cord for my microphone like a moron in my desk at home, and right now I'm in the car because this is the only way I can record podcasts is when I take someone to lessons or somewhere they need to go and I have to wait, then I record a podcast. And, you know, I recently checked on the old Podbean and noticed that I had not updated, no, sorry, I have not uploaded a podcast since March. Freaking March, man. That means April, May, June, July, August, September. Six months I haven't uploaded a podcast. And I was doing pretty good with the podcast frequency. I think I did once a month for a good almost six months. So six months on, six months off. That's a pretty bad track record. But anyway, uh, I decided to do another podcast because my my listening stats are not half bad. I think there are at least five people listening to the podcast now, which is significantly more than the three that I had before. Not, I'm kidding. I think it's a little bit more. But um, yeah, so no, I definitely want to do another podcast. This one is going to, this one's actually going to be a short one because I don't have a major fish tank topic to go over this week because I just decided to record this like an hour ago. So I'm mainly just going to give you guys the video game update, five movie reviews, and then I am going to talk about my tanks a little bit and an issue that I'm dealing with right now. So it'll be kind of a fish tank topic, but I won't be giving you guys solutions to the topic. I'll just be talking about it, and hopefully next month if I do another podcast, I will talk to you guys about the solution, which would be awesome because it's quite a pain in the butt, this problem that I'm going through. Okay, so you guys didn't hear the pause, but I paused because some older gentleman came out of wherever I'm sitting in front of here and got in his car and drove away. It made a bunch of noise, so I didn't want you guys to be subject to all that. But anyway, it's October 14th, and it's like freaking 75 degrees today. It's actually hot here. I have the windows down. There's no breeze, and I'm half sweating. So we're having a little, we're having a heat wave here in the fall in Old Erie, Pennsylvania, and um. I'm on board for it, you know. I'm I'm okay with it. I've I like the warm weather as long as it's not too warm. Uh, warm falls are good by me. But anyway, how was the summer for you guys? The entire summer, you didn't hear an update from me. I didn't hear an update from you. I miss you guys, my listeners. How was your summer? Was it good? Was it COVID inf- infected? Were you infected with COVID? I don't know. Um, I was not, thankfully, which is good. Uh, knew a couple people who passed away from it, which was uh, pretty tough. Um, and there were a couple other life events in there that were pretty difficult as well. But overall, everything's going pretty good. Um, let's see. What what did what were some of the life updates here? Uh, I still have a swimming pool. It still sucks. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of it. Uh, but this was the year that I decided that I'm going to make my next pool experience a little bit easier. And 
the way to do that is to get rid of my old crappy DE filter. So I know DE filters are supposed to be the most efficient filter when it comes to filtering things. And um, that's all fine and dandy, but it's kind of a pain in the butt to maintain. I hate having to dump the powder in and, you know, you know, knock the powder off the grids and I got to open it and spray it down all the time. And I, um, I don't know. It's just, it sucks. It sucks. And if you're thinking about getting a pool, don't. Think about doing something else. Um, Anything, really, you could do anything else. Buy a pinball machine. um, Put a gym in your house. um, I don't know. um, Watch a movie. uh, Take a cold shower. Go, Go do something other than think about getting a pool because... Even though I've got updated filter now, oh, which is a cartridge filter, I will say. Um, yeah, it's not it's not worth it. The novelty of a pool wears off very quickly. I noticed that people went in the pool a lot in June, and then in July and August, almost no one went in the pool. And I'm still out there like a moron, maintaining it and with the net and checking the levels and putting the DE powder in and rinsing off the grids and all this nonsense, and nobody's even going in it. So... This is just a healthy warning to those of you who think who thinks that the pool is a good idea. Maybe if you live out, not even then. Like I was going to say maybe if you live where it's hot all the time, but then you got to maintain it year round. So, uh I don't know. I wouldn't do it. it. I'm I'm just giving you guys my advice. So anyway, I got a cartridge filter. I found one on Facebook there. Um and I got a really killer deal on it. I actually got it basically at what would it be? 25% of what it would be to buy it new and it was gently used only for a couple summers and the lady was getting rid of it because she was filling in her pool so I would have rather been the person filling in my pool but I will take the generous discount on the brand new well to me it's new on the new filter that will cause a lot less headache have less maintenance and all that stuff so I'm happy about that. I'm sad I still have a pool, but I'm happy that it'll be easier to maintain next summer. So I, I did that. That was cool. Um, in the same trip on Facebook, Dave, freaking Facebook, I found an air hockey table for a room in my basement that was very seldomly used that we converted into a quote unquote game room. So now that room has an air hockey table. It has the foosball table that I grew up with, my parents gave it to us, foosball table, and then it has like a TV with a Wii set up and a Super Nintendo, like an actual legit Super Nintendo, and we're going to have like a card table down there to play board games, and the biggest, the biggest uh, hullabaloo about this game room was the renovation, so... We went from a room that was half tiled and half carpeted to a room that was all laminate plank lock flooring. Now, I said all of that in about five seconds, but the amount of effort it took was a lot more than that. It was pretty intense. So all I'm going to say is if you have tile on cement, on like a cement floor, and you're thinking about pulling it up and getting rid of it and replacing it, think again, 
uh, be rich enough to pay somebody to do it, or move into another house. I think those are probably your three options. Either leave it, pay somebody to do it, or move into another house. That'd probably be your best bet. Uh, because I'll tell you, it was brutal. We had to rent this demo hammer and scrape all the tile off the floor, then scrape all the thin set off the floor, then grind the floor so it wasn't all bumpy and messed up. And then we laid the plank down. It was a 500 square foot room. It's a pretty big room. And even though the laminate flooring wasn't that difficult to lay down, it was very time consuming. So the whole project was, uh, it was a really good learning experience. I'll give it that. I'll take that away from it. But man, it, uh, the room looks great, which I'm happy about. If the room didn't look great, I would, I don't know, I'd probably run away. But uh, yeah, so just be weary of that if you're thinking about doing a renovation. And you have tile on a cement floor. It's tile's just fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Color might be weird, but it's okay. It'll be fine. Okay, so let's do... Let's do... That's my update for now. Kids are back in school... Uh, stepdaughter's taking karate. My wife's taking karate. Probably so she can, you know, kick my butt if I ever give her a hard time. Which she does anyway, I don't know. She just, she wants to up her game even more, right? So, uh, okay, so that's my life update. Let's do, let's do five movie reviews in five minutes or less, okay? Where am I at? I'm going to take a look at my time here. I'm currently at ten minutes. Yeah, this is going to come in as a short podcast, which some of you guys might be happy about. Um, but if you like the podcast, maybe we'll be sad about it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that works. Um, maybe I don't know. One way or the other, you're either happy or sad. I, I don't know. I feel like if you're listening to this, you're probably sad in general. Um, maybe not. Maybe I spread cheer. I'm not sure. Okay, here we go. Okay, so we're going to do five movie reviews in five minutes or less. These are going to be quick. These are going to be bing, bang, boom, because you'll see why. All right, the first uh, was Cruella. It's a Disney movie with uh, Emma, Emma, man, Emma, what's her name? I'm drawing a blank. Emma, I, I have no idea. Red, the uh, red, redhead, Emma something, jeez. Uh, live action movie about the origins of Cruella de Vil, I guess. It was a very weird movie. Uh, I think it was entertaining. I don't know if I'd watch it again, but it was worth watching once. I gave it a B. Uh, next one is Escape Room. This is, I would say this is like Saw Light. I believe it was rated PG-13, so it wasn't like super gory. But basically the characters were in these rooms that they had to figure out how to get out of. And usually in one of the room, usually in each of the rooms, someone would would not make it they die. Uh, I gave it a B plus. I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was much better than I thought it was going to be. Um, it was kind of creepy. You know, it was definitely suspenseful in parts. Uh, my wife thought it was creepy also. So I gave it a B plus. Pretty good. Uh, up next was Stillwater, which is a movie about, um, it has Matt Damon as the lead. It's a movie based on a true story, which is like some girl who was over in another country gets um like her roommate gets killed and they think she did it so she's in jail in another country and her dad who's matt damon goes over there and does everything he can to try to get her out and figure out who actually did it because he was pretty sure she didn't do it and there's 
I don't know. It was kind of like a drama type movie. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I I don't know. I just it was it was pretty good. Was it? It was good. Wasn't great. I gave it a B. Give it a B. Um, up next is a brand new movie that came out maybe a week or two ago called The Guilty. It stars Jake Gyllenhaal as a 911 operator who is trying to locate and prevent or locate and save a woman who is being kidnapped. She calls in and she says she's being kidnapped. And he gets her to like discreetly say that she's, you know, in a van and what color it is and, and different things like that. And then he frantically is trying to find her and locate her and things like that. Um it was a very interesting movie. It was basically just Jake Gyllenhaal the entire time. I'm pretty sure 100% of the movie was just him at this 911 operator's desk. Uh, he moved a- around in the 911 building a little bit. There were some flashback scenes of like his past, um, but otherwise it was basically just him. It was interesting. It was kind of like a. It was kind of like Tom Hanks' Castaway. Like he was like the only actor. Other than he was interacting with somebody on the phone by voice only, but there wasn't someone physically in the room with him most of the time. Um, I thought it was pretty good. Again, good, not great. Would I watch it again? Maybe. Was it worth watching once? Yes, I gave it a B. And last but not least was The Forever Purge. Um, If you've seen or heard of any of the Purge movies, you know it's about this ridiculous holiday that once a year all crime is legal for 24 hours and people lock themselves ah, ah, ah. that yawn is a foreshadowing of my letter grade uh, people lock themselves into their house and people who don't like them come and try to kill them it's, it's kind of the same it's a really scary concept uh, my wife hates it so i watch this movie by myself um, and this movie was it wasn't very good I actually originally gave it a C minus, but I think I would probably change that to a D plus. Like if you really love the Purge movies, then you could watch it. You might enjoy it. But if you're so-so on them, like I am, yeah, it was not very good. So we're going to give the Forever Purge a D plus. So those are my five movie reviews in five minutes or less. Let's see if I actually made it. Let's see. I started around 11 minutes. It's 15. I, I think I made it. I was pretty close to making it. And that's because all the movies were just okay. None of them were really great. The, you know, the first four I watched, they were they were pretty good. They weren't great, and the Forever Purge sucked. So that's why I uh, came in under five minutes. So there you go. There's that. So um, up next, we're going to do a very quick video game update. It's been quite some time since I've done one. Um, let's see. The first thing is I've been playing a lot of Fortnite lately. We finished Dungeon Defenders Awakened, which I mentioned the last time I had a podcast, which was in March. Dungeon Defenders Awakened actually kept our attention through September, and that was us playing it two or three nights a week. So it was a really fun game, really challenging. I highly recommend it to anybody, especially if you have a co-op partner to play with. Uh, Me and my buddy, Mike, we played through the whole thing. There was a DLC that came out towards the end of our time with the game that extended it even a little bit more, which was great. But overall, we really love the game. Dungeon Defaken, Dun- Dungeon Defaken, Dungeon Defenders Awakened, very good, highly recommended. So now um, we're basically just exclusively playing Fortnite again. The new season of Fortnite is pretty fun. 
Um, but we are going to start mixing it up a little bit and we're going to play It Takes Two, which is a very highly rated co-op campaign type game. Um, I'm thinking it's like a puzzle type game akin to Portal, but I'm not really sure. I know nothing about it. I'm actually going in blind other than I've read that it is a good game. I haven't read anything in depth about the gameplay or kind of the style of it. Nothing like that. So I'm looking forward to getting into that. So we'll do that. And I got to tell you guys about this. I've been playing a game that is new to me. It's not new. It's called Hades. And I'm actually playing this game on the Xbox. It's on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, it's free. It's also on PC, PS4, 5, and the Switch. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you like hack and slash games like God of War or the old school like Ninja Turtle games, um, you know, anything along those lines, you will absolutely love this game. It is a roguelite game that I've, I've never played one of those before, which is essentially a game where you go through various rooms, the rooms are randomized, you have bosses, and it's not all that difficult to get to the end of the game. Okay, but what happens is if you is is every time you start over, a lot of your upgrades and things are reset to zero and you acquire them as you play through the short campaign. But every time you play through the campaign, you basically unlock the ability to strengthen your character overall. And that piece does not reset. So when you play for the first time, your character is pretty weak and you probably won't beat it. You know, beat the in this game. There's four bosses. You probably won't beat all four. You might not even beat the first one, and then you'll get a few upgrades. And the next time, you'll be a little bit stronger, but you'll start over at the beginning again, and you'll try to go through again. So I think I've gone through it nine times now. I think I've finished it nine times. I think I have a good 15 to 20 hours into the game already, and um, I'm loving it. I'm gonna keep going. Uh, I usually like games that are about 15 hours long. But in this case, because you play through, each run through is about half an hour or less once you get to that point where you can finish the game. Uh, it doesn't feel like a grind, um, even though you would think it would because you're restarting every 30 minutes. I don't, it's, hard to, it's hard to explain, but there's a lot of random powers and things that you acquire on each run through that makes each run through very unique and different. And anyway, I can't, I can't talk about the game enough. It's definitely going to be in my top 10 lists of games of all time even just after playing it for 15 hours it's already in my top 10 list maybe even my top five if i keep playing it so hades really fun game really awesome easy to pick up easy to play easy to have short sessions with so you're if you're like a a grown person with a job or you're a dad and you don't have a ton of time to play it's perfect you can play one session in 30 minutes or even less than that and you can still feel like you're progressing every time you play so there's hades so there's that there's the video game update thanks for listening to that if you don't like video games sorry but i appreciate you sticking through till we get to the fish part which is right now so okay the fish tank update the fish tank update is also going to contain the fish tank topic of the week. And I will start with the best tanks and I'll go to the worst tanks. Okay. Best tank. I mean, right now. Okay. Best tank, Fluval Evo. It is looking pretty nice. It's still pretty clean. I do have some red slime algae 
which is cyano. I don't know if it's cyano or cyano. Cyanobacteria? I don't know. I'm not sure. But it does have some red slime algae that I think uh, started when my my RODI filters were going. I had a rather high TDS level for what I would assume is a couple water changes, and I think that may have caused an issue. So that is where that came from. And Hold on one second. Okay, sorry about that. Some lady was throwing glass. She still is. What are you doing? She's throwing a bunch of glass bottles into these bins. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to continue here. Um, so, uh, I'm actually going to pause for a minute. Hold on. Oh, okay. She's finally done. Gosh, dang it, man. Okay. So the Fluval Evo got some red slime algae, uh, originated from some TDS issues with my RDI filter, got new RDI filters, and now I'm just kind of eating back into it. Um, the red slime algae is decreasing with each water change I do. I'm maintaining a very rigid weekly water change, which is definitely helping. And other than that, the corals are all looking good. Uh, the fish are looking pretty good. I actually have the striped dotty back in that tank, the multicolored damsel. It's like a pink yellowish color. And then I also just added a pajama cardinal who I call PJ. Do you get it? Pajama PJ? Okay. I do call him PJ, um, but he's hanging out in the tank. He just kind of floats there, but he's kind of a cool little guy. And uh, the Fluval Evo is looking very nice. I'm actually going to do a video on the Fluval Evo very soon, um, recommending it as an excellent starter tank for someone looking to get into the hobby. Now, it's not a budget tank by any means, but it is a great starter tank. And I'm definitely going to recommend it and make a kind of a full-blown video about it. And then I'm also going to do a video where I talk about how much it actually costs to have that Fluval Evo tank once you get all your sand in it and your rock work and you make water for it and all that good stuff. So uh, look for that coming on the channel in the future weeks. Uh, so up next is going to be the fish tank duplex. And you should be surprised that the fish tank duplex is second from best to worst tanks um, because usually it would be the bio cube, but we'll get to that in a second. So the fish tank duplex is doing okay. I have quite a bit of algae in it. It's not green hair algae, wink, wink, uh, but it's kind of like a brown algae. Um, it's not that big of a deal because it's out of sight. It's not in a main living space in my house. And the thing that I'll say is still good about the tank is that the coral that I have in that tank, um, my, my little frag tank, they're still growing. And they've even, some of my pieces of frog spawn have multiple heads on them now, again, even after I fragged them off uh, a few months ago. So it's really cool. Uh, what I would like to do is I'd like to get to a point where the system is really clean and I can dose with some of my refroids on you know maybe two three times a week and i can kind of speed up the growth of those corals so i can actually sell some of them and you know try to keep up with myself when it comes to the hobby and, and maybe like self-fund anything that i need for my tanks moving forward that's what i'd like to do but the fish tank duplex is doing okay as well now the third tank and the worst tank right now is my bio cube 
sad to say. Um, I was hoping that the BioCube would be under control, but unfortunately I had a green hair algae outbreak happen a few months ago and I'm still dealing with it now. That's primarily because I really neglected my maintenance schedule with that tank and also my Fang Blenny died at some point and I think he died inside one of the rocks. So not only did I not maintain my maintenance schedule, but I had a dead fish in the tank that decayed, added a whole bunch of nutrients, and green hair algae just went off, took off, went to the races. You know what I'm saying? So now I am in the middle, I would say, of an uphill battle. I recently did two water changes on back-to-back -back days. And as a part of those water changes, I scraped off as much green hair algae from the rocks as I could. So my hope in that, do, my hope in doing that is I cut down on the amount of nutrients in the water to spurn the growth of the green hair algae while also removing a lot of the existing. Now, the other component of this is lighting. So I do have the LED hood on the BioCube. So I don't think the light bulbs per se are going bad. However, I did do a blackout. Uh, I'm in the middle of a blackout. I'm actually at the middle of a blackout. This is the third day of a three-day blackout right now today. Today's a Thursday, and tomorrow I'm going to let the lights come back on. Um, but I am going to scrape off any remaining algae and then do another water change tomorrow. So I'm really going at this full bore to see if I can't cut down on the green hair algae. There are some kids riding bikes with their mom in this parking lot of a grocery store. What are you doing? Go away, go home, or go buy groceries. Pick your pick what you're doing. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, it just, it's really frustrating. I know a lot of people have de dealt with green hair algae before. If you're dealing with it or I've dealt with it or currently dealing with it and you feel like, man, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, it's really frustrating. I'm never going to, you know, get over this. Like, what am I doing so poorly that I have this? A lot of people go through it. It's not just you. So try, try to maintain a good maintenance schedule. Be really diligent about trying to remove it from the tank and hopefully you'll catch up with it. I'm going to give you guys an update next month to see how I'm doing. Um, but right now it's, it's been really tough. The tank does not look good. It's supposed to be a showpiece tank and it looks bad. So I want to get back. I want to get it back to that showpiece status, and by you know up, upping my maintenance game, getting that green hair algae out of there. I'm hoping I can curb its uh, growth and things like that, and I can start adding things back to the tank again. I haven't added coral in so long because it looks so bad. It's like what's the point? And um, yeah, it's kind of been it's kind of been a source of stress in my life, whereas fish tanks are supposed to be a de-stressor in your life. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, um, just to give you guys an idea, I didn't do a water change for, I believe, three months or three and a half months, and then I got green hair algae. So that was kind of my fault, and now I'm dealing with the consequences. So uh, we'll see how it goes. So uh, next month's fish tank topic is hopefully going to be green hair algae removal. Uh, what you can do, how long the process takes, uh, all that good stuff. We'll see. And um, hopefully I have a good update for you guys and not a sadsy update. I would be sad if I had a sadsy update. Uh, 
So, uh, yeah, once again, I'm the Fish Tank Guy. Thank you so much for listening to the Fish Tank Guy podcast. Um, This is episode number 22. And I believe, maybe I didn't say, I think I said today is October 14th, 2021, episode 22. Uh, we're, we're going strong. I think I have 4,500 downloads of my podcast. Granted, that's 21 episodes, up, you know, up until this point. Uh, but still, that's like 200 views or 200 listens an episode. I'm not sure if that's accurate or not, but if it is, that'd be really awesome. Um, but even if not, you know, I don't do this for the fame and the fortune, as you guys know. I, I mostly do it for fun. Um, I do it to hopefully help other people out, um, exchange ideas, learn more about the hobby, all that good stuff, make connections, different things like that. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope your fall is going really well. I hope you have a nice Halloween. Dress up as something fun and uh, go get some candy there and all that other good stuff. And hopefully I will hit you up with a podcast in November. Uh, Until then, take it easy, take care of yourselves, and uh, I will see you guys soon. All right, bye.